Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. Let's just cut to... Pull over that... that, that Paul Russell song. Pull it over. Put it on my bar. Just pull oh, it over yes, for a second. baby. Put right? it on. Doesn't that, yeah, let's just, I, I kind of want this vibe earlier. Uh, I, You know this, everybody loves this Lil Thing song. Woo! So, setting the tone for a Friday broadcast. Just picture yourself at happy hour already. Oh, uh, tell me more. We're going to meet him soon, I hear, right? Yes. Do you know Paul, what he what? wants this song to be? Number one. Well, yeah, that. But he wants it to be like a wedding staple. He's like, I want it to be at every single wedding for now until forever. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Also, to like a, any celebration is pretty good with your significant O, right? Yeah. Uh, all right, little boo thing. I just, I figured that just set the tone. Okay, so even further to setting the tone for a Friday, because we need one. What's your drink tonight, Tanya? Oh, you know what? I might have an espresso martini. Everybody's having those right now. Can I get a decaf? <laughs> that takes the fun out of it. I cannot have an espresso martini tonight. Why? Why not tonight? Because I'll stay awake. It's a yeah. Friday night. I, know, I still want to fall asleep. All right, Sisney, what's your boothang drink? My little boothang is like a tequila yeah. on the on a rock. Not yeah, rocks. One rock. One rock. One big square rock. Yes. I feel like that's a healthy a healthy drink. Thank you. Like of all the drinks, that's a healthy drink. That's sugar rush you're going to get, Tiny. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. What about your drink? It's the same. I like uh, Casa Dragones Blanco a uh, hielo with ice. Con, con hielo. Con un hielo. Oh, wow. 
So what are we doing today? We Salud. are paying your bills. We're playing Match Game. It's a free gas Friday. It's everything you want at the end of the week. Uh, sunshine today, some clouds this weekend. Still warm highs in the upper 80s to 100 inland. Thought that heat might dip a little bit more than that. I thought like so too. Hot. I was all excited for it to dip a little bit today, but it's like the same it as actually, yesterday. And it kicked up even a little bit too. <laughs> so we're into the weekend. UCLA hosted number 13, Washington State, tomorrow at noon. Number nine, USC, inside the top 10, hosting Arizona tomorrow night at the Coliseum. The Rams are at SoFi against the Eagles Sunday at one. And Sisney, your Chargers? What are they doing? We got a week off. Yes. They're resting their ankles and their knees and their thighs. Some cold plunging going on? Yes. Some cold plunging. It's a bye week. I'm going to start cold plunging myself. (laughs) I know. I'm like, are we really going to do it? Cold plunge? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you find me one. Set it all up for you. I cannot do an ice bath. Like, my buddy's like, bro, just get in your, put some ice in your bathtub at night. Was that you that told me? We all all talked about it, that we're never going to do it. So funny that in my mind it was a, it was Buddy, a bro. Mine it was Tanya. But I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah, you like to be in the bro. The, yeah, my recall bro category. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what's going on with the scams you guys keep getting via text? So many Sisini? of these, and I, this last one that I received was it seemed so real that I almost responded, but I'm like this has to be a scam. So it was a text message that I received yesterday morning, actually at eight forty nine a.m. And it said, hello, I'm sorry to bother you. Your number appears in my address book. But the address book is whatever, the first part of the red flag. Did, what was the number that came in under, um, under the text? It was a random phone number? It was a random phone number. I mean, I, I don't wanna... open any random phone numbers. Well, I didn't open. I mean, I, it, it was a text message. It was a 646 area code. But you couldn't read the know. whole message. Well, right? I, it was a text message, so it didn't matter. Okay, well, I'm Anyways, and then it says, your number appears in my address book, but I forgot who you are. Have we met? Makes no sense. Have we met before? I I mean, first of all, that's a bad scam writer because that doesn't even make sense. Who's an address book? Exactly. The address book is what got me. I was like, all right. And then have we met before? No, I I found. Have you gotten any, Tanya? Yeah, I got one. A lady sitting in a chair. She sent me a picture of herself sitting in a chair and she said, Are you busy now? That is like not the vibe. I get them too. Like, but they they try, the scammers try and make it sound so casual. Mm -hmm. Like, are you there? Or, right. are, yes. or, or what are you doing later? Or mm-hmm. just like really casual stuff. But the phone number comes, if it comes in as a random phone number and something that's trying to really grab my attention, I'm starting to believe now it's a scam. Yeah. But what are they trying to do? So Tanya, what do you think she's trying to do? Get you to come over and sit in another chair with her? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I have no idea, but I heard it's like something to do with crypto. Crypto, yeah, buy crypto or something. I, I think it's just beware if you see an unknown number come in, right? I think they want money. Well, I guess eventually, yeah. Buy eventually, crypto, but... somehow I'm afraid they're like if there's a link attached, be very careful. Yeah, right? we talked about that because you'll click in and all of a sudden they can. But I even think if you respond, it opens something. I don't know. Yeah, it's not for me. Well, I think do a double take when you see a number that's strange and a very compelling like text about how where have you been like. Hey, hey, Ryan, where have you been? I've been looking for you. No, you've not been looking the tricky for me. Ones, guess where I am? Here every day. The tricky ones also when they say like your package got stuck at, oh, those. you know, the, the, the whatever, the warehouse. Click the link to like see when it's going to get to you. Those are all bad. Yeah. But, don't ever click those. Well, Sisney, while we're here, you have a guest hack slot coming up next, right? And it's a very simple one and it has to do with Sharpies on surfaces. So if you ever had gotten like a sharpie on your countertop and you want to figure out how to get it out 
I'll tell you how. I get Sharpie. My Sharpies bleed. So somehow Sharpies and I had a pen bleed last night all over me too. Like explode. Mm-hmm. And then I lick it off. That's it's, oh. not, it, it's not lick it off, is it? Well, no. And this is not for like on your skin. That, oh. that you're stuck with that for a minute. <laughs> this is for like hard surfaces. I did have a morning hack today too. So I will tell you later. But if you're having a kid's birthday party and you're using balloons, be really aware. Aware. Beware. Like, have you, do you ever wash the balloons? Wash them? Yeah. Before you blow them up? No, I never do. All right. So someone did a little demo. I'm just going to tell you now. It's a bonus hack. Someone did a little demo of the raw balloon before they blew them up. They put the balloon in a bucket of water, and the water turned really dirty gross. That's disgusting. So you need to wash your balloon mouths. Wash the balloon holes before you blow them. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they do have, like, a dusty... They have a dust on them. Yeah. So I they never... put them in water, and all of the balloons made the water filthy. Okay, what is that dust? Like I don't care. I feel like it's, it's latex. Nothing I want. Whatever. I don't need it in me. Yeah. I don't need it in me. I never so even thought about it. So if you're having a kid's birthday party, and you're celebrating with balloons, just wash the balloons today. Gross. Sissany's got the guest hack. All right, what do you have? I do. And this actually came to me as a Sissany epiphany the other day because I was like, oh my gosh, I should share this hack because it will maybe help some other people. I was using my Sharpie, taking my notes during one of the Ryan's Roses, and like I usually do, and the Sharpie got on my nail and it ruined my manicure. And I was like, oh, this sucks. And so it was like a big old streak across my, my pointer nail right here. And I remembered, I don't remember how I realized that this could work, but if you take the eraser of any pencil or any eraser, really, and you erase the Sharpie of a hard surface, like wherever the Sharpie like left a streak, whether it be your countertop or metal, like it really will work anywhere. And you just start erasing the Sharpie, it'll, it'll take away the streak. Rubber eraser will get rid of Sharpie. It really will. Yes. And not so, on paper, but on Not on paper, but on a, like, a hard surface. On a hard surface. Yes. Wow. So even if it got like on your computer, you can erase it. On a mirror, Does it go you could erase you, it. If you thumb lick and rub? I can't remember. Mm, not, not, really. Really, not really. No. Um, huh. But And so I told Mark, and he's like, really? Okay, try it right now. And so I did like a little dot right here on the counter. And then I erased it and it That's, came off. These are two very usable hacks, I it's will just say. Like Clean so your random. balloons and erase <laughs> your Sharpie. Yes. Necessity, Sisney, is the mother of invention. Cute. What that's what they always say, Tanya. Yeah, that's what they always say. And necessity can always be tracked back to a ruined manicure. They say that too. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Today's quote it is Friday. So I was thinking about this. And here it is You do not get to choose the monster assigned to you. But you can choose what you feed it. Ooh. Wow. It's spooky season, so I also like that, too. I like that one. We're going to talk about tombstones later. Oh, my God. I got to remember that one for my kids. I actually got a very funny DM from somebody about the tombstones. Well, see? She's like, Ryan's so funny with this tombstone box. Oh, gosh. Don't feed well, the now monster. I know when you say it like that. <laughs> Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, Senator Dianne Feinstein was remembered yesterday at a memorial service on the steps of San Francisco City Hall. The late senator and San Francisco's first woman mayor died last week at the age of 90 years old. Following the service, the senator was buried in a private and family-only ceremony. Well, we talked about these cars months ago, and now it's finally happening. Waymo. An autonomous ride hall service is launching in Santa Monica next 
week. So it's similar to other ride hall or ride hail ride share companies, but there's just no one that's actually turning the steering wheel. Waymo has already offered self-driving car services in San Francisco and Phoenix. The service arrives here in Santa Monica on October 11th. I don't know how I feel about this quite yet, but maybe I guess this is the future. Um, and Taylor Swift, you know, we're just talking about how you can get, we're trying to get you into the world premiere of her Eras Tour concert film. Well, that, that film has sold more than a hundred million in advance tickets globally as of today. The film is set to open at close to 8,500 theaters across a hundred countries in a week. Audience demand has been incredible across the U.S. AMC is saying from the largest cities to the smallest towns dominating large screen formats. As we know, it'll open everywhere on October 13th at 6 p.m. local time. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Happy 143rd anniversary to USC. They opened on this day in 1880 with 53 students, and the tuition was $15. Life just seemed simple back then. Uh, But they're number nine in college football, hosting Arizona, so good luck to the Trojans. We're paying your bills all day. Wow. Tickets to our Jingle Ball go on sale at noon today, and it is a free gas Friday. Stacked, bro. Shall we play match game? Yeah. All right. Let's see. We've got Rosalie in Los Angeles as contestant number one. Rosalie, we have so much fun playing this game. I hope you do, too. And I hope you win the world premiere Taylor Swift, the Aero Store movie passes. How are you this morning? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good, too. So tell me about yourself. What do I need to know about Rosalie in L.A.? Um, I'm about a clock into work, and I'm ready to end these tickets. Okay. Where do you work? What do you do? Um, I am an associate banker. I don't Got know it. if I should say what banks go. No, but, don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. But <laughs> while you, while you're here, I will tell you, Capital One is sponsoring our Jingle Ball. Don't know if that rings a bell. Uh, yes. Let's get to contestant number two. It's Ashley. Ashley, good morning. You are contestant number two in Los Angeles. What do we need to know about you, Ashley? Um, I am a huge Taylor Swift fan. Um, I went to six Eras tour shows, and I am what? so excited. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, what? Wow. You, how did you get tickets to six shows? I have really good friends who helped me. <laughs> helped you, you with what? Like the waiting rooms? Like <laughs> with laptops? Like with codes, the waiting room, the whole thing. Like we wow. spent so much time doing it. It's <laughs> incredible. Like, it, was, that's it was very incredible. much a team effort. <laughs> well, Roselli wow. might not like you so much these days, but let's try <laughs> match game and see what we can do. These That's are for wild. Taylor World Premiere tickets. Now, here's how it works. I will give you a phrase with a blank in it. Our panel here of Sissini, Tanya, Ruby, and our engineer, Tubbs, will write down what they think should go in the blank. Then we'll hear your answer and see who you match with. Whoever gets the most matches is going to the premiere. Here we go, starting with Rosalie, contestant number one. Stand by Ashley. Oh. Okay. Rosalie? Thank you. Yes, I'm here. Okay, yours is... Blank Bird. Hmm. Panel writes down their responses, and let's play the match game. What kind of bird goes before that? Mockingbird. Okay, so let's go to the panel and see what they had to say. Starting with Sisney. Sisney, what'd you say? I said Tweety Bird. Tweety Bird, no. Okay, let's go to... Tanya... I said lovebird. 
No. Ruby. I said big bur- bird. <laughs> I like that one. And Tubbs. Big bird. Big bird. Ah. All right. Don't worry, Rosalie. Ashley's up now. Ashley, stand by Rosalie. Ashley, contestant number two. Here is yours in the match game. Okay. Blank powder. Blank. What is it? Blank powder. P-O-W-D-E-R. Blank Baby powder. powder? Okay. See if the panel matches on that. Sissini. Baby powder. Baby powder. Tanya, what'd you say? Snow powder. Okay. Ruby, what'd you say? I said baby powder. Oh, oh two matches. Tubbs, what'd you say? Baby. <laughs> Congratulations. You do win with three matches of powder. Wesley, wow. wow. I love you. Big hugs to you oh as you God. clock into work. Thank you. Thank you for listening, Rosalie. Thank you for playing, you guys. And Ashley, enjoy. Oh You're going to see you Taylor so again. Much. Ashley, oh, this makes so number so seven. <laughs> it's almost embarrassing, Ashley, how many times you're seeing Taylor. Like other people I are going to say it. But... Don't say it out loud in the wild. People are going to, I don't know what they're going to do to you. I no, know, you admire. So I love it for her. It's a the persistence. Yes. yes. I mean, two is persistent. Seven is. It's like, impressive. unfair. It's impressive. Oh, Ashley, you, you won fair and square here. Thank you for listening to us. And I do love the match game. I do, too. We'll play that again next week. It's Friday Night Lights. Sissy Tanya, we've got 122 high school football games taking Ayo. place tonight across Southern California. I did a little looking at what some of the highlights are. The Coliseum League title is on the line. The 5-1 and one Dimely Challengers are trying to win it for the first time in school history. This week, they battle the 5-1 and one Crenshaw Cougars. And quarterback, don't say Lewis. All Go right. get him. All right. Let's hear it. Back room, I'll put you up for some cheering okay, in a second. Okay, okay. Meanwhile, in Santa Clarita, the Foothill League title will be decided as the 6-1 and one Valencia Vikings. And linebacker Reed Farrell hosts running back Luke DiPerino and the 5-2 and two West Ranch Wildcat. All right. <laughs> I like the name Reed. And now let's move down to Orange County, if you don't mind. It's the Freeway League title, Tiffany. Oh, the Freeway League. That's right. Coming down to the Troy Warriors <laughs> from Fullerton and the, you know, running back, Ethan Munt, against the La Habra Highlanders and their receiver. Everybody talks about Bryce Whitley. How do you know their name? Oh, come on. <laughs> If you're in the gridiron, no. The Friday Night Lights, no. You know the Whitley. Are you following them on Instagram? I have my sources here. <laughs> sources. No, I love getting into the weeds of this stuff because remember. All right. You somebody are. Used to, somebody right. used to probably say Ryan Seacrest, number 21, playing strong safety oh, for Dunwoody High School tonight. They never did. That's maybe why I do this because no one did it for me. Right. No. Strong safety. Anyway, La Habra hasn't lost a league game since 2016. I got weather for you guys tonight on the field. Nice and warm. Clear skies. 81 degrees at game time. Wow. Good luck to all the teams that hustle every single week to make it out there. Their uniforms for big night tonight. All right, Tanya, let's get to your trending report. What are we thinking about here in general? It's one question that everybody should ask their partner before they get married. And I came to this this question um, because of all the news that's out with Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas and their divorce. And basically it seems that they've been having an argument as to where they want to raise their kids. Sophie wants to raise them in the UK where she's from. Joe Jonas wants to keep them in the United States. And so that's been on my mind, right? That's been in the news. 
This week, Josh Dumel was in the news talking about something very similar and why his relationship with Fergie ultimately ended in divorce. And it was living in L.A. He said, I don't think I ever got comfortable with all of it. I'm just not a guy who is comfortable going to red carpets, doing all the Hollywood stuff. And so he lives in North Dakota now with his wife, Audra. And he said, that's why it works. We're both hardcore North Dakotans. We both love lake life. And so the question that I was led to that you should discuss with your potential life partner is where do you see yourself living forever or ending up? Where do you want to raise your family? Because it seems like people Did just... Did you ask your partner that? Yeah, I mean, we're on the same page. We're both born and raised kind of here, LA, Orange County. So, you so this move is out? No, this is where wow. we're going to... This is probably where we're going to end up. But um, I thought it was interesting that both of these these divorces are ultimately because they want to raise their kids in different places. Sissini, it does seem like a conversation. I, I mean, I've thought about that before. Is yeah. it something that you and Michael talked about in detail before? No. Or is it just obvious? We didn't talk in detail like this specific question. I think it was kind of like one of those things that we just assumed we would always live here in LA. But it, I think... When you're married, you evolve and you grow with each other. And so it's one of those things where I think if we had to move, um, we would we would just deal with it then. But here's the interesting thing for you guys to not deal with that you don't have to deal with. You're from from here, right? right? So if you're not from from here and you move here and you meet somebody from here, now what do you do if you want to go back to where you were from because you felt like you were raised a certain way because of that? Right. That becomes a little more challenging yeah. than what you both have in your lap. Yeah, because yeah. LA is really a city of transplants. You know, right. like people are coming here from everywhere. Yeah, you're right. You get married, but a lot of people have that hope of going back home. I've also thought about like, have you thought? Of, I know you've thought about religion and things like that, right? Spirituality right. and all of that. Have you thought about? Did you think about how you were going to discipline your kids and the thinking of the strategies there before you had them, or did that just happen? No, it's it. It's just it is happening right now because I can tell that we discipline differently, and I feel like that's a conversation you want to have before too. Well, th we definitely kind of have that. I mean, obviously, we got never put a hand on our children like that was like a very like obvious, but we definitely discussed that like verbally. But it's one of those things where like I don't know, like I'm I'm a very like I'm a talker. And I want to like, you know, it's like the whole like go to your room, that type of stuff. Like, I don't like to do that per se. Yeah. And so I want to like sit down and like try to like get like and talk to like Azar or Maxon and like really get down to the root of it. Per but I don't like to do that with Michael sometimes. Well, like, that's it's so ironic. funny. Isn't that ironic? Isn't that funny? I have to tell you, just listening to this, anybody with me, so many questions, so many conversations. I took a step back on the big game board of marriage right here, right now. No. All these questions. It's you know just, what happens? Oh. It doesn't happen overnight, though, Ryan. Like you have a baby first, and they don't speak, yeah. <laughs> and then it's, you you grow with them. Uh, interesting. I like it, and Tanya. Congratulations, because you're in the midst of all of this right now. It's yeah. real for you. Enjoy yeah. being engaged. This is the easy part. What? Oh, <laughs> oh god. Hey, I just want to tell you, I was reading something about uh, if if you like pandas at the zoo, they're not going to be here. Why? They're almost all gone. I guess there was a deal with China to bring them over to showcase them. And because of the tension, there's a rumor is because of the tension between two countries, they're taking the pandas back. Wow. So you won't see pandas at the zoo. Well, look at them playing hardball. Okay. I mean, I read these things. Okay. I'm just, just messengering what I'm reading, so I didn't do any reporting on it. Seems petty. Well, I, I'm not getting involved, but they're taking the pandas back. Mm. 
Allegedly. So if you're going to the zoo, you might not see the, you're not going to see the pandas. <laughs> like, well, we're going to keep our pandas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Putting a foot down. Wow. So I love working on this show. And then your email it. was so cute. Like, did we not talk about that? Uh, we did not talk about that. That was very sweet. So cute. What was the cute part about it? That it was unexpected. Unexpected, out of nowhere. So that means you thought about us. Yeah. Like you were like laying on your couch and just like, I'm going to send a nice email. Mm-hmm. I just said how much of a good job everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, but I like pictured you on your couch, just like barefoot. <laughs> really? I pictured him in his car. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> and thank you. Uh, but I'm, I like it. Like I love working at Kiss. I love our jingle ball. I love our I Heart Ready music because mm-hmm. I love it. Doesn't ever get in the way. For you, Sisney, is ever get in the way? No, are you kidding me? Tanya, for you? What's get in the way mean? Exactly. No. Now, Mariana, apparently, from the back room, it's getting in the way. <laughs> she wants to separate the two. So what's the issue, Mariana? You're everywhere I go. <laughs> Literally. Me? What do you yeah. mean? So I went out to eat with my friend um, a couple of days ago, and the restaurant that I went to had pictures of the people that had visited the restaurant. And I'm looking at the wall, you know, Usher's there and Lil Yachty's right there. And then I look down and guess who I see? Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> well, I told you about that dinner with Lil Yachty and Usher. Don't act yeah. so surprised. Lil three Yachty. of us roll together. You don't realize that three of us roll together every once in a while to eat. Clearly. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. so funny. I had to take a picture of it. Like, well, there you are. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, there you are. If you feel like you can't escape, then, well, you could also go to another restaurant. Yeah, but then I actually saw you at some churro spa in um, Anaheim also. Where was that? Um, you were on a sticker um, at the the churro truck had the on-air with Ryan Seacrest sticker. And I was actually on a date there, so I couldn't make a big deal. But Well, I'm not saying I don't know where you're going first to plant my image. But it is possible that I just try and find out where all you guys are going to go so you feel like it's ubiquity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, my goal, Mariana, is to be completely oversaturated. So I don't know if you know that, but yeah. that was, like, my whole thing was to, like, I just want to be oversaturated. <laughs> I love <What> that. It, <laughs> yeah. If I haven't gotten to oversaturation, who am I? Right. Churros, El Bochito, and Anaheim. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Something I think is a great gift idea is a picnic table, a little low picnic table, boho picnic table they're called. Our hometown hustler, let's go. That's what they made. I'm a hustler, baby. They made a business, and this is where we spotlight local businesses doing something that they love and making it work. Most of our hometown hustlers leave their day jobs to go make candles or cookies or ice cream or whatever it is that they love, and they make a business out of it. Emily and Jeff Bond decided to start their own business during the 2021 pandemic, making these really cool picnic tables. But there's still a rocket scientist, Emily here, the rocket scientist, and a physical therapist, Jeff. So tell us about why you decided to create your own business for making these little picnic tables. Yeah, so we love picnics. 
And this really started off when my sister-in-law was having her 30th birthday party at the park, and it was during the pandemic, and she wanted a picnic. So we were lugging these large pallets. They were super heavy and chunky. We had to rent a U-Haul to actually get everything to the park. And that's when we had the spark and idea of creating something that's very portable, foldable, and very aesthetic. So we went home, made our first paper prototype, and then we slowly built our first wooden prototype with no woodworking experience. And then that's how we conceived Boho on the Go and also the original folding Boho table. So, so they're called Boho on the Go. Right. And, yeah. and you are a rocket scientist? I am. That's who I want designing my furniture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how's the business doing? Because you're still doing your other jobs. And will you continue to keep your real day jobs? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we love aerospace and we love physical therapy, but Boho on the Go, our original folding Boho tables are really our passion and we love sharing it with the community. It's It's been a blast just meeting people in the community, party planners, people who host parties love our tables because they're so easy to put in their sedan. These tables can actually seat up to six to eight people. So it really simplifies the process of party planning. And I loved it business when I was reading about it because everything about a table like you're making here as your side gig everything about the association is a good time it's a celebration exactly it's fun with friends it's community you know and i i love that and that's what we all need yeah absolutely especially post-pandemic it's still it's still relevant and everybody loves going outdoors to have a great time so i think it's still going to be a really really fun party alternative mm -hmm. all right so support them they're based in upland boho on the go while they're making rockets and making people live longer. <laughs> Thank you very much, Emily, for coming on. Congratulations on being our hometown hustler. Thank you so much. And Ryan, Sissy, Tanya, we love you. First of all, my husband and I are huge fans, and we listen to Kiss FM all the time during our long commutes. So it's so cool to be speaking with you, and thank you for highlighting our business. Oh, my gosh. Aww, you're, you're so, so welcome. You Quick question. Amazing. We love if, you. <laughs> if we're ever offered the trip, should we go to space or too dangerous? I think you should go to space. You can have a picnic on space with our original folding <laughs> brothers. Wow. And oh, if you guys you're are ever awesome. interested in a picnic, let us know and we'll draw one for the whole QSF team. Oh, that'd be uh, so you. cute. Big hugs to you. Thank yes. you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Hometown Hustler there. That's, I mean, look if you look at the pictures, there, Boho on the go, just take a look at super them cute. on Instagram. Yeah, super cute. If you want to submit a hustler, a local business, maybe it's yours, give you a little love. One of my favorite things that we do, kissfm.com slash hustler. Susan uh, just said, and this story's been in the news, but the bed bugs in France, people are talking about them. And the question, are they going to come to the States? Well, how do they not come to the States? Don't they <laughs> leech on you and then somebody's going to take a flight and they're going to end up in the States. And once they're here, they're going to spread like we've seen things spread around here. That's that's what everyone is thinking, right? Like, do they come back with the tourists that were just there for Fashion Week? Are they in their luggage? Well, that's the thing. It's a high profile week of a lot of travel for people in and out of France because of the fashion industry, right? I just hugged someone last night that just got off a, a flight from France. Ew. Could you go into the back room? No. <laughs> Are you itchy? You're wearing and you're wearing no. fleece. They harvest fleece. I'm wearing cotton. Well, it looks well, like fleece. Okay. You're they, they've been, then the bed bugs are chewing it up to make it look like fleece. It's going to be 94 degrees today. <laughs> She's dressed for it doesn't make, Antarctica. It's yeah, it's upside down. All right, so Sisney, I mean, seriously, should we be thinking about this? Because I know a lot of people went from Paris to Los Angeles in the fashion business. 
Did any of them carry the bed bugs? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not the expert here. I, I have no idea if that's what's going to happen. But of course, uh, they're saying don't worry about it. Officials are saying don't panic. Well, they course, always say that always until say it happens. That. That's what they're going to tell us. And don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. Don't panic. But behind closed doors, they've got to be preparing for this. We've all seen the videos, and it's super gross. And we're, for, I'm personally like grossed out about it but aside from that france is more worried about the olympics too because it's like they need to deal with it in france because the olympics are in the summer of next year and i guess belgium has also received a bunch of phone calls from pest control companies uh, they've so seen a spike moving. in calls so it's like spreading they're on the moon uh-huh and um they basically what they're realizing it's kind of more on like public transportation so trains and things like that that's where they're kind of noticing the most not necessarily hotels, but more on like the trains. And I wonder stuff. if I wonder if the local people at Dewey's here are preparing for bed bugs at Dewey's Pest Control. Well, maybe. But so, what do you do if let's say you're visiting France, you have a trip planned next month or something? You're like, do I still go? Do I do this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I um, mean, if you have a trip planned to France, you go. Sure. I just would sleep in clothes. I mean, Tanya, how does this make us feel about sleeping naked? Uh, honestly, I didn't think about that. Well, that's why we're here. Let's talk about reality. <laughs> but. The bed bugs are not here yet, so I'm still going to sleep naked. But you don't know they're here until they get you. Right. So I think we need to be proactive. I've never done. Have you guys ever dealt with bed bugs? No. I don't even want to say yes or no because I'm afraid that they will come for me if I. Well, talk I have to them a right girlfriend now. who dealt with them, and okay. it was a nightmare for her. She had to, of course, like, it was almost like she had to throw away the majority of stuff, but they had to, like, strip everything, like, wash everything. And it was just like, so you gotta fumigate it was almost like yeah right? and like everything was like moved out of like their house almost and then slowly reintroduced back in and so it's like a big issue if they do have to deal with it but they say if you do are going to travel to france just be extra cautious put your luggage in the bathtub apparently because that way you can avoid bringing the bugs back home yeah, but, um but but that still won't help you if you're sleeping in your bed i don't know man it's so gross <laughs> These are things that scare me, right? Like I mean, earthquakes, I can't control. I, the weather, what can we do? But the bed bugs freak me out because you're going to be in REM when they start snacking. It's that, I know. And I, that and like mosquito bites. Like when, when do they bite us? <laughs> what are the odds? I mean, they have to be, they're going to end up here. There's just too much transcontinental flying that goes on, especially between Los Angeles in Paris. Mm -hmm. Aren't there a couple flights a day? <sighs> a couple flights a day on Air France. Yep. Just So what are the odds that none of them get back? I I, don't, I think this is something we're going to have to deal with. Is there a way they could um, spray people's luggage at the airport in France before you board flights? Like that might help. I don't know. But mm. we should start talking about what we want on our tombstones. Oh because I think it's Halloween. Can I get oh some music gosh. for the season? It's Halloween... And I was thinking about this. If you were to go to your last text and it were to be on your tombstone, what would it be? Oh, our last text to who? Yeah, last text. What would it be, Tanya? Uh, That's going to be weird. To who? Like, oh. I guess oh, to whatever person we sent it to? My last text was, yes, I do. Mine that's was. Actually well, that's actually brand. great. Yeah. <laughs> See? Your tombstone's written for you. Yes, I, I mean, do. It's Halloween. You're going to start seeing the tombstones. If you haven't already, as decorations. Sissy's got them all over her yard. Mine was, I'm on it. And you, <laughs> See, guys, this is the way you should write your tombstones. What's yours? 
Well, what's my password? <laughs> Tubbs, uh, what's Ryan's password? So what? How, is it the last text I sent? Oh, it was to Aubrey. What was that show, watch list show that Tanya told us to watch that we skipped last night? See, that wouldn't work. <laughs> no. But it reminds me. We should talk about our tombstones. If that were on your tombstone, that would make me so happy. Last night, we were going to watch something because I know we're doing the watch list today. Mm-hmm. And we're going to watch something from one of your watch list reports, but it was something that we didn't want to watch. I can't remember what it was. Love is Blind? Maybe it was that? Uh, I'll find out. Hang on. Let me see if I can make Naked it Attraction? Call. That's what I was talking about. No, but it was on a watch list from, like, we. I take pictures of your watch list. Oh, stuff, then it was I Love is Blind. It. Was it Love is Blind? Do you want to watch Love is Blind, Tanya's asking? Yes. Yes. Right, well, I'll give you her address. <laughs> goodbye. goodbye. Uh, you, you and Tanya can watch it together, yeah. And Robbie and I will watch Paint Dry. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right. Uh, by the way, the most common epitaphs, just so we're, since we're here and it's Halloween, rest in peace until we meet again. Oh I'd like gosh. to be continued. Think of the TBC. To be continued could, could be great. Too, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um, gone but never forgotten. Had a lifetime of laughter and love. Oh. And don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Oh. It's Halloween, guys. Would you have some fun? I mean, this is like not necessarily <laughs> Halloween-y. Yeah, it's it morbid. Is. Hey, if you're texting right now, be careful. Were you texting right now, anybody? No, I wasn't. Oh. If you're texting right now, be careful. 80% of people, both younger and older, have fallen down and hurt their head while texting. 80%? I believe yeah, it. I out of 10. always bump into stuff if I'm texting and not paying attention. So you are inevitably going to fall if you're texting while you're walking. So be careful. Yeah. That's your on-air with Ryan Seacrest public service announcement message this morning. Let's get to the weekend watch list. The weekend watch list. Just watch. So what's on your list? I do know that there's an abundance of opportunity out there to find things, but I still struggle like everybody else to pick something in the right moment. So this is a guide to try and help out if you want to take notes. Sisney, what's on your weekend watch list? This popped up on my Apple TV Plus as the first thing to watch. And I was like, oh, this actually looks really interesting. It's called The Supermodels. And it looks at the careers of Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, um, all the main supermodels from like the 80s and 90s. And it really kind of just shows their bond that they had during that time and the way that they all were united. And it was so crazy how... They were brought up in this industry, and it's a really cool documentary on just looking back at their careers. So, it's any present day stuff with them now? Yes, and it shows okay. they're they're being interviewed now in present day, Got and it. it's it's a really really cool documentary. And like Cindy Crawford, for example, like the, she shares a story of how at one shoot they ended up like chopping off all her hair, and she had no idea that they were going to do that. And it really like traumatized her to this day. Like that's why her hair is long. She's like, I will never wow. cut my hair to this day because like that really traumatized me. Like so I never scarred for life. Yeah, she was scarred for life basically. Tanya, what's on your weekend watch list? So do not sleep on this show. It's called Special Forces. It's on Fox. There's new episodes every Monday, and then the next day they they go on Hulu. But basically, it's this group of celebrity recruits, and they put them through these challenges that the actual Special Forces have. What they do I mean, these during. Are- unbelievable challenges right they're unbelievable challenges like let's say they put them in a car and the car goes underwater and they have to get out of the oh. seatbelt and like and swim out the back of the car to like save is a, this the one that sandoval's in 
Yeah, so so this season, the, the celebrities are so good. It's Tom Sandoval, Tara Reid, JoJo Siwa, Tyler Cameron, Brian Austin Green, like mm-hmm. Black China. It's such a good... I was reading about this show, and a lot of the celebrities said that... Because it's like, why would you want to do it? And a lot of them said they're they're doing it to see how far they could push themselves because it's, it's not even near out of your comfort zone. It is lifetimes out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like season one was really, really good. I loved it. It wasn't this season, like Jojo Siwa was saying she wants to do it because she was at eleven years old, she just got this this star attention and nobody says no to her. Like she's never told what to do. You know what I mean? Like she is being told what to do. And so it's just a totally different um situation for her and it's really it's really like Tara Reed tried to bring cigarettes on and they like caught her it was like really crazy did she get them in no they they caught her they made her hand them over special forces that's on Fox now Ruby what's on your weekend watch list uh, I've been watching Beckham on Netflix so it basically follows you know David Beckham from when he first started playing for Manchester United all the way up until he um basically ended his career at Paris Saint-Germain. And then now, of course, he's um, in Miami. He's the owner of uh, the, the team in Miami. But it's it's such a good documentary because you I, I love soccer. So mm. it was like really interesting watching his rise. And then also just seeing his dynamic with his family, with his wife, Victoria Beckham. Um, you kind of see a little bit of everything. Oh, I love that. Yes. So it was really, really uh, good so far. Yeah, they've been married a long time. They've uh, obviously been parents for a long time too I saw that pop up on my screen last night but it popped up too late for me to start it it's four episodes streaming right now on Netflix I've always admired David Beckham's everything yes he's like on your vision board he's like on your refrigerator (laughs) he's he's the there's been there have been four guys on my refrigerator and I'll tell you he's one of them yeah you know what I was fascinated by too? He also talks about how he's very like clean. He's OCD about being clean and he cleans everything himself. And he well, organizes he's have a rude his closet awakening when the bed bugs arrive. <laughs> <laughs> his just... closet too. He he preps his entire all his outfits for the week. He has them on I like mean, a rack. Cl- have you seen him dress? Clearly he yes. pulls those out a week ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. We started strong and we continue strong. It's the, it's the atmosphere we create. It's because we played that Paul Russell LeBou thing at like 6.10 this morning. Right. Kick off. That put the, me in the mood. Kick off the and morning. Sisney, you know that song. Wait, do I still have it? Yeah, my LeBou yeah. thing. Yeah, that's almost like it. <laughs> there it is. But yeah. it, sets, it sets the mood, doesn't it? Woo! So I'm so interested in meeting him. You tell him we're going to meet him soon. Yeah, we're trying to have him come in next week. You're going to be obsessed t- with him. Tony, you tell why? Why am I obsessed? He has the best energy. He's just really cool, really cool, humble, and just a happy guy. And why do you know he lives really close to the station? Because I interviewed him for the vibe. I mean, we're trying to get him to come on, and she's already talked to the guy. I'm the one who came to Mark and said we should have him come on. He's a really good interview. EJ, do you see the politics we have to deal with here on this morning show? I I see that. I mean, Mm -hmm. are they they this feisty when you fill in? No, no. They're actually really nice. (laughs) I wonder what's the problem. What's the difference? You're welcome. I wear them out, I guess. (laughs) Uh, So, EJ, are you wearing shorts? I am. Hoochie daddies. Do you want to see? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. EJ is almost always in shorts. Ooh. Yeah. And what's the length of a hoochie daddy short? Because I think I have some. Definitely five inches. I've got a birthmark above my knee on my thigh. 
and I used to only be comfortable enough to wear longer shorts to go down to my knee, like board shorts, because mm-hmm. my birthmark looks like a goldfish with a Snoopy's nose. See, I feel like that's unique. People need well, to see that. Because of Tanya's influence on me, truly, now I wear Hoochie Daddy shorts. Nice. And my birthmark is on full display. <laughs> I need to As see the birthmark. <laughs> Everyone should see the birthmark. I will, uh, I will find a good shot and, and get it to you. Thank you so, so much. You are going to be out tonight at San Marino High School. That's exciting. That's right. You know what my number one question is, right? What's that? What time is Ryan coming? Oh, when you go out? <laughs> yeah. Is Ryan here? And then he asked, Sissy and Tanya, where are they? Oh, that video you sent me last Friday was so cute. She was like, oh my gosh, you sent that to Sissy? He sent me a video of of someone saying hi. So what do you answer when they say, the problem is you do it at night. Yeah. I say, Ryan's asleep. He's a busy man. He's asleep right now. He's asleep. Maybe we should shift some of these and, Mark, every once in a while, bring them in. Maybe not this round, but the next round, we could have some schools come in. Well, that'd be fun. In in the morning. That would be a good time. Uh, but you do go out there. What's the plan tonight? Which is, and I think they're what? So they're five and one, San Marino, right? Yes. Yeah, taking a lot of Okay, so what's the plan? So you know we have. I love these. EJ said yes, but he's no idea. <laughs> you know what's funny? I said yes, and then I looked at Mark like. That was what confirm? Tanya does to Sissy and I every single day. Do you know what you should never do? Put deodorant on. Why? Why? I don't know, but I just read it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what's the plan? So, you know, we have these uh, Ryan's Rally shirts that people go crazy for. I think that's why they keep asking, is Ryan coming? Uh, and also these uh, locker mirrors that they can put on their locker to see, you oh, know, cool. uh, their outfits and stuff like Those that. Those are so, so cute. Yeah, and we have sunscreen and hand sanitizer that we give out that says uh, Kiss FM on it. So they go crazy for that. All right, now you also want to talk about reading a teleprompter, EJ? Yeah, so you know what's interesting? What's I was issue? I was watching you at... Um, not at Idol, but at, yeah, at Idol and also at the music festival. And I was like, man, you can really like just read this prompter and make it come to life. And I wonder <laughs> if you're like <laughs> nervous or anything like that when you're out in those settings and whatnot. Uh, thank you, by the way, EJ. For sure. <laughs> for the only person in the world noticing that. EJ's you on the even... side taking notes. So how's he doing so, that? So what's funny is how Sissy and I, we were driving to Hollywood Park Casino, and I was like, man, did you see how Ryan was reading that prompter at Idol? Like, he just stands oh, there yeah. at that mark, and he makes that, he just makes it come to life. And I was like, I don't think I can ever do anything like that. But yeah, you can. It's just a little bit of practice, and it's probably the one thing I can do. Right, I cannot. You know what I can't do? You know what I'm th- most afraid of? What's that? Is having to walk out any. I will never do it because it's not anything I have to do in my jobs. But giving a monologue, like really? walking out on stage and doing jokes, that is my greatest fear and nightmare. Because I see comedians do it, and I think that's the hardest job. That comedians, the hardest jobs to me on stage, Broadway and comedians. You would never host SNL. No. Is it because you're I, worried I, that the, you won't get the laugh? Yeah. But okay. you know what's interesting when you're out like at Jingle Ball or like Wango and you say something, people like holler at you like they're out in the audience cackling. Well, you can't really hear. It's just a bunch of, hey, I think you'd be a great host for SNL. I think we need to make that happen. I mean, yeah. I'd be honored, but I don't think I would. I would be too nervous. And it's so strange, right? Because we do live stuff all the time. But thank you, Tanya. And I love SNL. I know. But you would be so funny. Yeah, that surprises me that you would get nervous because in my head, you would never get nervous for that one. And I think it'd be a good challenge. And you know what they say. You know what? 
Honestly, it doesn't Tanya, challenge I'm you. The, I'm in the like stay in my lane phase. <laughs> you know, you basically did SNL. You the challenge phase. You basically did SNL every year for the Halloween episode on Live with Kelly and Ryan. Oh, there you go. Thank you, sister. So there's a good I'm little in the warm up. Stay in my lane era. I mean, SNL hosts have something I don't, and that's why I watch. But I'm a I'm a I'm a lane stayer at this phase, not a yeah. challenge taker. But they have okay. the cards. They have the cards. Yeah. Speaking of well, SNL, it's back on the 14th. That's right. And Pete Davidson. See, mm-hmm. Pete Davidson and Bad Bunny are on. That's yeah. who should be on oh. SNL. Yeah. I would watch it a Ryan Seacrest SNL. I would love a Ryan Seacrest SNL. All right. Lauren well, Michaels, get, what's up? You're going to get a Ryan Seacrest 50 minutes of nonstop kiss music. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> See, that's AJ, funny. Thanks for coming in, buddy. For sure. <laughs> Talk to you soon. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We're going to wrap it up. Oh. One more thing before we go. Oh. What's the one food you can guarantee you will eat this weekend? Sissini? Eggs. Tanya? Almond butter. Ryan? Ryan? A BLT. I'm craving a BLT. Yeah. I'm craving a BLT. Unexpected for you. With the middle bread, too. This is why you can't say you're vegan. Like I don't say I'm vegan. Yes, you do. I say I'm conveniently vegan. You're vegan adjacent. When it's convenient, and I'm plant-based. But I like to treat myself. (laughs) Plant-based. I'm not rigid about it, but I do try and do majority plants. It was only one more thing, guys. Not two more. (laughs) Uh, We're back Monday paying your bills. Got a Ryan's Roses as well. And tickets to Kiss FM's private screening of Taylor Swift's Eras Tour movie. That's all next week. Take it to our Jingle Ball. Going on sale. Presented by Capital One. At noon to everybody. KissFM.com. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.